Mindfulness Mode. You can improve your life. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness Mode. I'm Bruce Langford, host of the show. So great to have you with us. It's Sunday afternoon. What is it? October 3rd. And today we're talking about ego. So thanks for joining me here. You know, ego is front row center for most of us. When it comes to our core beliefs, when it comes to our decision making, our opinions, our controlling paradigms, you've probably heard that word paradigms, you know, all of these are controlled by our ego. And essentially the ego is busy protecting our inner child. That inner child for most of us is who we identify with, you know, the at, the I, I feel this or I, I feel that or I believe or I am in pain, I am suffering, I have anxiety, I have internal challenges, I have urges I need to satisfy, I just have to, have to, have to, you know, that all of that is our ego. Well, you've heard me talk on the show about our inner bully before and that inner bully it can hold us back, it can make life miserable for us, it can cause us to make poor choices at times. That inner bully, that voice that tells us we're not good enough in whatever way, well, you know, I think for a lot of the people I work with, and for me included at times, it's, you know, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not wealthy enough, I'm not fast enough, I'm not you know, competent enough, whatever follows that I'm not for you, you know, that most likely is your inner bully speaking. Our ego is that part of us that controls your value of self. It continues a running narrative based on our beliefs and our thoughts about ourselves. These beliefs come from lived experiences from various places in our lives, including you know, parents, relatives, friends, teachers, society, you know, different things that have happened to us, especially up to the age of seven. Those, you know, many are forgotten, but there are certain, certain incidents are remembered by our subconscious mind. And our ego has a lot of power over us, and it gets this power by interpreting our belief system and uncovering our deepest fears and sometimes our strongest confidence and courage. And it can break down that confidence. It can break down our belief system. But essentially, the ego, like I said, is protecting us from our inner child. And it never stops. It's constantly trying to protect us. But in doing that, sometimes, you know, it actually hinders us and causes us to not be able to move forward or to feel stuck. See, our, ex our ego is extremely alert and it's always ready to do whatever it needs to do to, in its own thought process, protect you. It will act on anything it sees as a threat. Anytime there are threats to the ego, the ego steps up and makes an effort to redirect us. So what happens that might be a threat to our ego? 
So for a lot of us, the answer can be one or more items on this list. And, and here's my list. Showing a strong display of emotions. That can, that can send a red flag to your ego. Or making confident decisions, you know, being that strong, confident decision maker. And our ego can just go, hey, just hold on, wait a minute. The third one, jumping into extreme competition and whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's like a literal type of, you know, competition that you're you're going into, you know, you're running a marathon or you're doing some kind of a of an athletic competition or maybe it's not athletic at all maybe for you it's some different type of competition but again our ego it's red flags come up and it's kind of like hey hold on here and another one feeling fear and moving forward anyway and like how many times do you feel fear in your life well you know there there can be many times when Things come up and all of a sudden you're just feeling as though you're filled with fear. And what do you do? Do you shy away? Do you cower? Or do you just, you know, take a deep breath and assess the situation and move forward? And another one, being a strong leader. That can send red flags to your ego as well. So your ego makes everything about you and what you believe. Anything going against those beliefs is seen by the ego as a threat. The ego's goal is to diminish your worth and your power. And by doing that, it believes your inner child will remain safe. That's its goal. Remember, the ego is something we all have as humans, and it's a necessary part of who we are. Having said that, it's important to understand a little about how the ego works and how we can keep it in check. And as the title of this episode is, sometimes we have to tell our ego, enough already. Hello, ego, enough already. That's being assertive. That's stepping forward. Here's how to work with the ego so you can improve your life. You see, when we're on autopilot, our ego takes control and does exactly what it wants to do. When we become aware of the ego, it will become less powerful over our thinking and our decisions. So here's what to do to tell our ego, enough already. I'm stepping up here. Enough already. Number one, become aware of your ego and realize you are not your ego. You and your ego are separate. Be willing to, you know, be open to what is your ego telling you? Identify it. Number two, have a friendly conversation with your ego. And finish this sentence. I am, and then blank. I am what? I am. Finish this sentence. And think about that several times a day. And jot down what you finish that sentence with. Notice what words come up for you after those two words, I am. We've done this exercise before on the show, and and that's why I'm repeating it, because it is really important. It's a great one. Write down the words that come up for you following those two words, I am. And hey, be careful. Don't judge what you wrote. Don't think to yourself, oh, I don't think I want to write that down. I don't think I want to write this down. Just be free and open and just write down whatever words came to you. 
and look at them with as little emotion as possible. And if you do this various times throughout the day, you may start to notice patterns. You may start to identify the contents of your emotions and what's holding you back. You'll also, and this is a, a terrific point, you'll also start to identify your strengths. And from those strengths, you can become more confident. You can be a stronger leader. You can start to feel more self-assured in what you're doing. So number three, give your ego a name. Giving it a name will help you have power over it and a better understanding of how it tries to control you. And, you know, don't be like super emotional about your ego and, you know, all get all sort of tied up in knots over it. Just, just notice it, give it a name, communicate with it. Being consciously aware of your ego causes us to become separate from our ego stories. You know, we have our ego stories and then we have us. So you are not your story. You've heard me talk on the show many times about meditation, journaling, exercising, and getting into nature. That's one we often talk about. All these activities help us understand our ego and help us take control. And then there are the activities we can do that give control to our ego. Anything that numbs our brain in any way is an activity that the ego gets excited about. For example, our ego wants us to dull our thought patterns and it wants us to, you know, try to be, try to be numb. And we do that very often, of course, with substances like alcohol, marijuana. I mean, any kind of drugs that we take, you know, there are all certain drugs that can numb us. And we all know about that. And also overworking or being obsessed with anything can give our ego a chance to take control and can have more power and control over, over who you are. Now... So here are some activities that you can go ahead and do which will help you to have a more healthy understanding about your ego. And the first one is just activities like swimming and running, hiking, mountain climbing, cycling, any of those kinds of activities. Any activity that you love and that makes you feel like you're in the flow. You know, so many times we we put it off. We think, you know, I would like to go for a bike ride, but oh, I don't have time or whatever. But the best thing you can do is grab a hold of one of these activities that you really truly love and make it into a habit. Number two, journaling. Recording your thoughts, any way of recording your thoughts, you know, even if it's hit record on your phone and then you keep those files in a certain place. You can write down ideas, you can type ideas into a certain file and save it on the cloud or whatever. Number three, spending time with like-minded people, especially if you have a friend or a mentor, a counselor or a coach that you can share thoughts with. That's a very powerful way of improving 
your relationship with your ego. Number four, deciding to tackle a project that you always wanted to do. A lot of people don't think of this as a way to move forward, you know, mindfully, but it truly can be. Like maybe you want to restore a car, something you've always wanted to do and you always thought, you know, you have no no time to do it or you don't have an opportunity. Or maybe you'd like to write a collection of poems or write a book or start a photography blog or build a YouTube channel. Or maybe it's music. Maybe you'd like to write a symphony or compose a song. Decide on something that's important to you and take action. Take action. Those two words, they are the most important. Because, you know, if you're anything like me, you might think about, oh, yeah, I'd like to do such and such, or maybe I'll do something else. And then after a day or two, your thoughts move on to something else, and then you never actually took action. So the sooner you can take action, the better it is. Because once you get started, you have momentum. And then you'll move forward probably and and make it into something that you really enjoy. I mean, if you're going to grab onto it, like I'm thinking it's something you really enjoy, but then go forward and take it right to completion. Number five, make a commitment to yourself about something important to you and stick with it. So... And when I, I make I say make a commitment, I mean this is this could be something like cutting sugar from your diet, or you decide to quit nail biting, or to give up smoking, or to create a gratitude journal. All of these things can be a very powerful way to show your ego who is in charge that you are. But don't try to take on too much, you know. Do one thing, make up your mind to do it, write it down, stick a little sticky note on your bathroom mirror, keep reminders. Maybe put a little wallpaper on your phone. Every time you look at your phone, it reminds you, yeah, I'm, I'm taking charge. I'm, I'm not going to bite my nails anymore or whatever it is for you. Your ego is part of you. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But your ego should not be controlling every move and every thought that you think. Take charge. Grab one or more of these suggestions that I've given you and take action. And usually one is better than taking, you know, two or three or four. Usually it's better to just take one. Make the decision you're going to do it and do it. And as a result, you will have more confidence. You'll feel more grounded. You'll have an increased sense of confidence for sure. I I just really totally believe that. And, And I do because this has worked for me big time. So thanks for listening, Mindful Tribe. It's great to spend time together and talk about what matters. You can improve your life. You truly can No matter how frustrated you feel right now, you can improve your life. You can have more confidence and more clarity in your life. Maybe you have confidence in one area of your life. 
maybe at work you're just completely confident and everything's just flowing and everything is great. But in your home life, maybe it feels like things are falling apart or maybe it's flipped. Maybe at home, you know, things are great and awesome and fantastic. But at work, you're just not feeling like things are going well. Well, just stick with it and believe and and take action. Like I said, take one of these ideas and go with them. So thanks for listening. Thanks for spending time with me today. And I'll see you next time. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening to the show today. It's so good to spend time together and talk about what matters. And I'm so glad that you are a person that feels that this is a valuable way to spend some of your listening time to just tune into the show. And, you know, like I said, you can have more confidence and more clarity. And I was just looking over my calendar and making my plans for the next week and I have three slots on my calendar in the next few days and I would like to fill them up and I would love it if you were one of the people in those slots so here's what I'm going to do as a thank you for listening to today's episode I'm going to offer you a free coaching session a free coaching session I don't do this very often but I would love to get you on my calendar. Just send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com with ego in the subject line. That way I'll know you heard this on today's episode. So once again, put ego in the subject line. Send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. This will be a completely free coaching session, a completely confidential coaching session. And we'll talk about your situation, how you can become more in charge, have increased confidence, and live a better life. So Mindful Tribe, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.